This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now. To the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. Every night at approximately 12 midnight, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, ascends into the Club Zero Bond. Whatever happens in the private personal Club Zero Bond stays in the Club Zero Bond, where they're tooting cocaine like it's flowing, hanging upside down, having uh, sex. You imagine uh, in every conceivable angle of the dangle, bondage, the whole nine yards, S&M. Because it's a private club, Justin Ellick. That's why you pay a fee for decadence and debauchery. And when they see the swagger man with no plan ascending the steps of the club zero bond, you know, Eric Adams now, he needs uh, intro music as if he was Derek Jeter getting into the batting box at the old Yankee Stadium. For his press conferences, he plays Jay-Z, but when he comes into the Club Zero Bond, he has this music in the background, and what is he shouting out to everybody in the club? Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. So as he makes the rounds of the Club Zero Bond private club, got to pay a lot of money to be a member there. This is where all the lobbyists go, out of sight, out of mind, where they got their beak in the trough. 
And this is where you can wine, dine, and pocket line. This corrupt mayor, Eric Adams, who's focused on what? What is he focused on? Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. And if uh, you can't make the Club Zero bond because you know that whatever happens after 12 midnight is nothing but double trouble. I don't care what club you go to. You can always check into the Verizon building. Check it out, Justin. You know the Verizon building as you enter Manhattan off the Brooklyn Bridge. You see it on the right. And there's an office of Phil Banks, Deputy Mayor for Public Safety. And you say, whoa, 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 whoa. Why the Verizon building? Isn't there room enough in one police plaza? Can he have an office in City Hall? Why does he have a private office? In the Verizon building, where nobody has to sign in and let you know that they're meeting with an unindicted (laughs) co-conspirator of an action that put a lot of cops away forever or forced early retirement, but he decided to be the rat of all rats. That's right. Wrong way, Lou Ruffino. Eat the Parmesan cheese and be saved for another day. He's the guy you dropped the loot off to. That's right, Phil Banks, down at the Verizon building. How come nobody asked him? Nobody at uh, Room Nine. All the political reporters is, "Hey, Phil, how come you got a how come you got a private office in the Verizon building? How come nobody asked to sign a ledger to say that they were meeting with you, the deputy mayor of public safety that hasn't been in that position since Judge Marlin served." The mentor of Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, David Dinkins. Nobody wants to ask that question, but I do. And then, of course, we heard yesterday with John Katsimatidis and Rita Cosby and in all of his other interviews, woe is me, woe is me, Eric uh, Adams, captain of the ship, abandoning ship, claiming there's just not enough money. I have to be honest with New Yorkers on what we're about to experience, a financial uh, typhoon, a tsunami uh, that I don't think this city has ever experienced. They're going to use terminologies to define the reality that I'm facing. This is not an academic exercise. This is not a utopia. Let me educate Eric Adams, who clearly, when he went to Bayside High School, didn't study history or civics. Eric Adams, it was 1975. Front page of the Daily News had the president at that time, Gerald Ford, who had taken over for disgraziata, Richard Nixon, who said, America needs to know its president is not a crook, and he was. And he flew off to San Clemente in California. And then, uh, you know who became vice president, uh, Justin Alec? Nelson Rockefeller, richest person in America, who years later would die of a heart attack when he was being orally inflated by a female intern. Right in his office. While he had dropped his drawers, nobody wanted to call the EMT because Nelson was in a very compromising position. But let me not digress. So Gerald Ford, the president, was absolutely correct to tell us here in New York City to drop dead. Because of the corruption of year after year of Democratic leadership in City Hall. And we could go back through the annals 
Robert Wagner to Abraham Beam, uh, they controlled almost every aspect of political life in New York City. Uh, we were going bankrupt, not because of the economy, but because of the corruption in City Hall, the corruption of our elected officials, the corruption of the Democrats, with some help of uh, the Republicans. The Republicans were actually stronger then than they are now citywide. And so immediately, you, Kerry, who had been uh, the congressman, why did they name uh, the Brooklyn uh, Battery Tunnel the U Carry Tunnel? That's another waste of money by my husband-in-law, right, David Patterson. What the hell was that about, changing all the signage? But anyway, it's always patronizing at taxpayers' expense. Him, you uh, carry did not believe in birth control. I believe he had like 10 kids, 11 kids. They took over Shelter Island. Meantime, unfortunately, his wife died. He had to raise them, but he was always half in the bag. So he's sitting with Gerald Ford, who had been the Speaker of the House, who himself was always half in the bag with Rum Rouge and Jake Clegg. Remember, his wife, Betty Ford, uh, had her own personal problems. What do you think? Uh, in Palm Springs, where they had their residence in California, you think only Betty Ford was drinking, or you think she was drinking with her husband, Gerald Ford. They were both half in the bag. So you carry his half in the bag with Gerald Ford, and he goes, you got to do me a favor. You got to sign these papers. Bail out New York City. We're on the cusp of going Chapter 11. And Gerald Ford, in a drunken stupor, agreed. So here is you carry, who is now racing to the airport. He's going to catch Eastern Airlines, a shuttle flight to Washington, D.C., and he's going to get the Chapter 11 papers signed. Gerald Ford recovered uh, from his drunken stupor from the night before, and his chief of staff was uh, Rumsfeld, who later on became the defense secretary for Bush 43, a disaster. And Dick Cheney, who became the real president uh, when Bush 43 was in charge and created the weapons of mass destruction disaster and delighted in waterboarding terrorists on Gitmo. He was the assistant chief of staff. So they go into the room and they say, what do you mean you're going to sign bankruptcy papers for New York City? You can't do that. You will cause an economic collapse. You will cause a domino effect. There are cities around the country, county governments, that will now file also Chapter 11 and you will implode the economy. So that's when all of a sudden Gerald Ford came to his senses and said, drop dead New York City. And at that point, you carry was the governor. He put together the financial control board, which still exists. It just needs to be activated because uh, from Bill de Blasio to now Eric Adams, they are spending our money like drunken sailors with no caps, no controls. He started that in 1975, led by the bankers, Felix Roatan. They invested money to keep the city afloat. Victor Gottbaum represented the union interests. They used their pension dollars to keep the city afloat. And uh, Ed Koch had just newly been uh, sworn in as mayor. He had to account for every nickel, dime, and penny he spent in this city to the financial control board. He had to lay off cops and firefighters and social workers and teachers. There were draconian cuts. That's what led me to start the Guardian Angels, because there were no uniformed police officers riding the trains in the off-peak hours from 7 at night to 5 in the morning. And that's when we inserted ourselves in the Bronx. 
So when this uh, mayor now claims he never knew of a similar situation of dire fiscal circumstances, he certainly is not a student of history. I would urge everybody out there, we must immediately reactivate the Emergency Financial Control Board. It's in mothballs, still technically active. And put some spending controls on Eric Adams, who doesn't know how to control financial spending. Because, as you've seen, wherever he goes, he signs no-bid contracts with friends of Eric Adams. You say contract with these illegal alien issues, and you know there are kickbacks to Eric Adams and his cronies. This is a guy who, when he was sworn into office, as deemed by God, who told him 30 years before that he would be the mayor of the city of New York on January 1st of 2022. From that day forward, he had images that he would be in the White House one day. And I'm telling you, on the route he's taking with all of his cronies and these no-big contracts, He's on his way to the big house in chains and shackles for political financial crimes committed. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I see. Talking about this is the Riffin Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is a shout-out to Governor Abbott under siege in Texas, trying to put buoys in the Rio Grande to keep illegal aliens out. Same kind of buoys they have at sleepaway camps so the kids don't swim in a lake. You know, the camp counselors would always tell you, Justin Ellick, that there were sharks out there in the lake. That's why the buoys were there. Don't swim past the buoys. Ba-ba buoy. Ba-ba buoy. And so who has challenged him by saying that's illegal? Well, of course, Joe Biden. Joe Biden doesn't want a wall finished. Even Anthony Weiner uh, wants the wall finished. Although a poll has come out, and believe it or not, 50% of New York residents do not want the wall completed. I guess they just want more of the bad hombres pouring in. Illegals that we don't even know. We have no paperwork on. They haven't been vaccinated. No medical checks. No background checks. Uh, no nothing. And uh, here's Eric Adams again moaning, groaning, and complaining uh, about how um, Governor Abbott of Texas has run roughshod over New York City, over New York State, both self-proclaimed sanctuary cities and states. And again, there's no legal legislation that says that. It's only a proclamation, as it is in most other cities and states across America. It can be rescinded in a heartbeat. 
doesn't require going to a legislature, doesn't requiring any new bills. These are proclamations. And when um, when Governor Abbott first began sending the overflow of illegal aliens from Texas to uh, sanctuary cities and sanctuary states north of the Mason-Dixon line, what was the knee-jerk reaction of Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan? Well, he kept calling him a racist. But where did Abbott send the migrants? To New York, to Chicago, to Denver, to Los Angeles, to Houston, to Washington. Each one of those cities are run by black mayors, each one of them. So if he could have, he passed over thousands of cities to make his way to uh, cities that are run by black mayors. Now, uh, again, Justin Ellick, uh, could you uh, reach out? Who is that guy, uh, Faye or whatever? He just... Got a promotion there at City Hall, Deputy Mayor of Communications, his mouthpiece. Uh, Fabian Levy, very good. Did you let him know that Philadelphia is one of those cities? And the last time I looked, the mayor there is white. Or maybe he's uh, a snow bro. I don't know, but he's white. How ridiculous. Everything with Eric Adams is race. He always plays the race card. He called Governor Abbott a racist. He said he'd go down to Texas and knock on doors for Rourke, who was running against Abbott in the general election for governor. And by the way, Rourke got crushed. Hey, by the way, Justin, can you find out from what's the name of that guy again who is his flack, that person of no consequence at City Hall, his mouthpiece there? Oh, Fabian Levy, right? Ask him, did he go down to Texas and knock on doors on behalf of uh, Rourke, who, who was, uh, he said, oh, yeah, my friends told me, uh, Abbott won't get reelected. And of course he did. He probably said it was symbolism. And here was Governor Abbott, again, standing strong. Is a guy who was uh, permanently injured when a tree fell on him. I think he was jogging through the rain one day, and he is in a wheelchair like FDR was. But, yeah. What a strong guy this guy is. Again, aiming his criticism towards the one guy who has drowned us with illegal aliens. Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. Well, the mayor may have made it to be mayor of New York, but he could not last a week in Texas. Mm-hmm. They have so few migrants in New York compared to what we deal with every single day. Uh, it's just outrageous he would make a comment like that. However, I got to add this. What's maddening is the fact that in New York and Chicago and D.C. and L.A. and other places, they put out policies self-proclaiming that they're sanctuary cities. And they love to promote these liberal ideologies until they have to actually live up and apply them. It's clear that the policies of sanctuary cities and letting everybody live for free simply do not work. This is a day of reckoning for all of the United States, realizing that the liberal policies of open borders will not work in this country. Right on, Abbott. Continue to bust him out of Texas that is uh, just overrun with the illegals. Joe Biden now saying he wants to keep all the illegals in Texas, not in Mexico, to be processed. No, in Texas. And you know that Governor Abbott has a set of culions, huevos. He's going to keep busting them. Whereas Eric Adams, like a little boy lost in a supermarket looking for his mommy. Mommy, mommy. What a mama Luke. What am I to do? 
You know, I have to take the illegal aliens. No, you don't. Look at the former police officer who was busting his shoes on a beat for the NYPD when you were a house mouse, Eric Adams, when you were in the precinct and he was out in the streets. He became the Rockland County executive that day. And when it was suggested that you were going to send illegal aliens into Rockland County, he said he would reach out knowing you and strangle you if you even tried. He never offered a question. He never asked for an opinion. He just said, screw you. Rockland County, we're going to do well. Here's my response. Mr. Adams, you try to run us over. I will reach up and grab you by the throat for the people of Rockland County. You are not getting away with this. And you picked the wrong person to fight with. Damn right. And then immediately went into court, got a restraining order, and you haven't seen an illegal alien ship from New York City into Rockland County. Because that's how you deal with bullies like Eric Adams. What kind of a bully is he? He trying to tag Ed Day with two scarlet letters. One is a racist, one as an anti-Semite. County exec Day, I mean, this guy has a record of being anti-Semitic, you know, his racist comments, uh, you know, his thoughts and how he responded to this. Really, it shows a lack of leadership. Bully, bully, and uh, Ed Day didn't fold like a cheap camera. First off, he calls every white guy a racist. Anytime you have a different point of view and you're white, you're a cracker racist, according to Eric Adams. He talks about Ed Day being an anti-Semite. How the hell did he get elected when one-third of the registered voters in Rockland County are Orthodox Jews? That would never have happened. That would have been numerically impossible. Number two, here's a guy who was supporting Screwy Louis Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam in the 90s actually would go on a regular basis to the black Muslim mosque of the Nation of Islam in Harlem with Conrad Muhammad, who was running the mosque for Farrakhan at that time, and listen to speeches. Actually used the Nation of Islam to gather signatures for him when he was challenging Major Owens, the congressman, because Major Owens had said Farrakhan should not be permitted to speak in Madison Square Garden. This guy loved Farrakhan. How could you not be an anti-Semite if you love Farrakhan? So you see, his complexion is his protection, and it always has been. And he gets away with it because of his complexion. Give you a perfect example. Check on his calendar, Justin. Do you know what he's going to be doing at 5.30 today? Eric Adams, uh, who has a schedule of a glorified borough president, cuts ribbons, Gives out certificates, proclamations, nothing of consequence. At 5.30 today, we'll deliver remarks at a flag ceremony for Central American countries at Bowling Green Park. The very countries that are sending illegal aliens here, El Salvador, Honduras, Guatemala. He's going to be, he's going to be raising their flags. Uh, Justin, uh, could you find out what is his spokesperson again, that person of no consequence? Who is it? Uh, Fabian Levy, right? Now he's uh, been elevated to deputy mayor. He's robbing us of, what, $285,000 of salary. Could you ask him, what the hell is he raising flags of El Salvador, Honduras, and Guatemala? How come he's not raising the American flag? And who's paying him to do this? A swagger man. What, what, what does swagger man always say? If he's going to do something for you, you got to do something in return. Show me the money. 
Show me the money. That's what it's all about. So Eric Adams accuses Ed Day of being an anti-Semite. Now, today at 530, instead of standing outside of the chancellor's headquarters of City University of New York, which clearly has an anti-Semitic bend to it, who has allowed speaker after speaker attack and malign Jews. Um, Dove Hyken was not able to make it. Am I correct, Justin? He's stuck in Dublin on a flight from Israel, and then I agreed to substitute for him. I will be at this rally at 5.30 today. Jews and Gentiles together. It is on 42nd Street, rain, snow, sleet, or shine between 3rd Avenue and Lexington. It is outside the chancellor's office of the City University in New York. Now, the only time Eric Adams got upset at City University is when he was at the law school graduation, said a few salutations and greetings, and some of the students turned their backs on him. Oh, then he got all bent out of shape. But he's done nothing about the continued anti-Semitism. I will be there, substituting for Dov Haikana. I ask all Jews and Gentiles, wherever you are, to assemble, because this is a shanda. This is udiscraziada. And notice, who's going to be raising flags of El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, at Bowling Green? He does this like every day. Never raises an American flag. Who's paying him off? Who's paying him off? I really need to know. I really need to know. Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. No other mayor has ever done this. No other mayor. And then to Bruce Blakeman in Nassau County, who's held strong with Creedmoor and the tent of 800 single able-bodied illegal men with nothing to do and nowhere to go, still there, a problem as we continue to protest against it. One and a half miles from Nassau County, there's one bus that takes you to Great Neck right near Leonard's on Northern Boulevard. There's another bus that takes you to Hillcrest. And again... Bruce Blakeman would not be bullied by Eric Adam, bully number one. To invite people in uh, who are undocumented with not knowing who they are, why they are here, uh, I think is very, very faulty. And it's something that we do not endorse here in Nassau County. Right on, Bruce. You know, uh, tomorrow I'm going to go at great length to talk about a alderman in Chicago, a Democratic alderman who has now gotten 19 other aldermen to uh, support legislation that would call into Chicago, absolutely under siege by illegal aliens, would call in ICE, Limigre, Immigration and Naturalization Service. There's only one Republican elected official in all of Chicago. They have absolutely no strength at all. And yet the Democrats are leading the way to bringing in ICE. They're going to have a vote tomorrow. We'll discuss that. By the way, yesterday with all the commemorations for 9-11, I didn't hear not one shout out to ICE. The brave men and women who each and every day put on bulletproof vests and go out with detainers to bring in the really bad hombres who committed crimes either in their country of origin or while here and uh, was formed in the aftermath of 9-11 because so many of those uh, so many of those uh, assassins came in and overstayed their visa. Not one mention of ICE yesterday except right here on the Curtis Lewis Show. Tomorrow, we dedicate our program to ICE.
I want it by tomorrow here of one elected official. I don't care if they're Republicans, Democrats, who are going to follow on the footsteps of the very Democratic alderman in Chicago who is calling in ICE to work in cooperation with the Chicago Police Department. Is there one brave Republican or Democrat out there who will follow in the footsteps of Democrat Chicago Alderman Lopez? Of course they are not, because they don't want to get the blowback. So let me be the lone one. Maybe by tomorrow, somebody will say, well, what did that Alderman do? Maybe we could do it here. Yeah, you think so? Yes, and honor ICE, the Migri, Immigration and Naturalization Service agents who risk their life each and every day. Talking about this is the Riffin Reed featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. God, I hate Taylor Swift. But the reason we're playing this is you all were cuckoo for Coco Puck Silver, Aaron Rodgers, right? Oh, he was the latest savior for the Jets. Before that, it was Brett Favre, except he got uh, in schlong uh, trouble. Before that, Vinny Testaverde. Before that, Richard Todd taking over from uh, Joe Namath. Right out of Alabama, Bear Bryant. He was going to be the new Joe Willie, not. But I got to tell you, when uh, Aaron Rodgers decided to come over to the Mets for millions and millions of dollars, basically went on a Super Bowl tour of every venue of every event, even though in training camp, I said to Justin Ellick, why is he wearing a calf sleeve? That's not a good sign. He's, what, 39, soon to be 40. He's wearing a calf sleeve. That means he's either had a pull or is recovering from a hamstring pull or a calf pull. Uh, maybe a more serious issue that he's camouflaging. Oh, no, but he was like, he was going everywhere. Remember, he went out to uh, Colorado. He was dropping uh, acid, LSD. He was talking about the benefits of that. And I said... I said to Joe Nolan, his number one sickle fan, Toady and Lackey, his number one groupie, this is not good when an NFL quarterback is talking peace, love, and happiness and has to fire up his offensive line to protect him, which they didn't do last night. Fourth snap, boom, down he goes. He's out. And I really believe it's the curse of Taylor Swift, who is like a, a black widow spider for men, all of her boyfriends. Why would Aaron Rodgers have gone to MetLife Stadium to see a Taylor Swift concert dressed all in pink like Barbie? But it were one of the great moments in all of talk radio that I've heard. When all of a sudden Joe Benigno, Mr. I guess we can call him negativity all the years I've listened to him on WFAN. He is a um, curmudgeon. Was able to basically... Pull out positive from negative with the uh, self-destruction of Aaron Rodgers on the turf yesterday. 
and went at it with his former partner, Sid Rosenberg. Go not, enjoy your Giants, 40 to freaking Don't worry about this. We're not talking. Now, Sid, enjoy it. We're not talking about the Giants. We're talking no, about your man. lousy Giants. Well, we won. Did we win the goddamn game? Yes, last you night? did. Sid you, or you, not? you did win the game, yes. One of the greatest moments of talk radio I've ever heard, and I've been listening to talk radio since I was a teenager. High five, uh, high five to Joe Benigno and Sid. That was magnificent, and that was real. Just as real is on September 24th. Yep, it's a NFL football Sunday, but earlier in the day, I want you to join my team in the annual Tunnel to Tower Run and Walk. Now, most of you are going to walk. You'll go on the WABCradio.com slash walk and click on the picture of me and Nancy, who, by the way, was victorious yesterday in court. Uh, Alvin Bragg would not prosecute me because uh, Nancy said he's guilty as charged before the judge uh, about the time I got arrested outside a Gracie mansion. But we're going to bring this all the way to the United States Supreme Court. And Alvin Bragg's ADA said no mas, no mas. So. Uh, hit that for September 24th. Hopefully you can join our team, contribute to a great cause. I was there from day number one. Again, you want to go right to wabcradio.com slash walk and click on the picture of me and the victorious attorney, Nancy Sliwa, to donate.